Welcome to the Wake and Take podcast, our 50th episode today, and it's going to be a good one. We preview NFL Week 6 and get you ready for all the action this weekend. We go through pick segment and check the leaderboard here through five weeks now of NFL and college football games, and then we wrap the show with Zach Briel calling in, talking MLB playoffs and previewing uh, a new segment on the show. Hit it, Zachary. Call the rising sun, and it's been a ruin of many a poor boy. And God, I know I've won. And welcome to the show, Randy calling in this week over the phone. Randy, Packers are coming off a of bye week. BG and I kind of recapped uh, really all the devastation of the Sunday night football game uh, for your Minnesota or for my Minnesota Vikings, but coming <laughs> off a of bye week for your Packers, you got Tom Brady and the Bucks this week. Uh, what are your thoughts heading into this game and heading down uh, to Tampa Bay this week? Yeah, well, um, you know, always love to see Tom Brady not know what uh, not know what down it is. Uh, that was uh, that was great last week. Um, so I mean, you know he's going to be fired up. Uh, Packers right now are only a one point favorite, and I would hammer that minus one if um, <laughs> if you can find an alternate line and make some more money. I'd I'd hammer that too because I mean Devonte Adams is back. Uh, he could have came back you know before the bye week, but you know we're playing the Falcons. Like we just not risk anything. Uh, Kenny Clark has been practicing this week. Uh, no word yet on, on what his status is going to be playing, but um, if I think Kenny Clark is going to have the bigger impact if he comes back, just because of um, you know what he does on that on the defensive line, just being able to blow up an offensive line, especially in the run game. Um, so I like our chances. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still playing out of his goddamn mind. Mm-hmm. I think Russell Wilson might be the only one. Um, Playing, playing better than him this uh, this year so far. It's going to look like it's going to be a, a horse race for the, uh, the NFL MVP. But um, the uh, you know Packers have always always played well following by week. Uh, this one was a little different. Rodgers was talking about on Pat McAfee yesterday, and he couldn't he couldn't go home. He, he had to get tested every day. Um, they did some uh, did some short like one hour practices last week, which usually they wouldn't do, but mainly just watching film. Uh, watching their own film, going over um, what they can improve as a team um, after you know, starting off 4-0. Yeah. So if you're a Packer fan, you like where you're at. Uh, the ske- schedule's not too bad. Looking forward. And uh, the Seahawks coming up in a couple weeks is the, um, I mean, is, is, is the toughest game and that you know might be a NFC Championship game preview uh, coming up. But, I mean, besides that, we got, we got the Texans, the Vikings, the Niners, the Jags, and the Colts. I mean, so I wouldn't be surprised if six weeks from now the Packers are sitting ten and zero. Okay, going in. I think I, th- <laughs> I think then um, I'm looking at the schedule here, or maybe maybe we don't play the Seahawks this year. I thought we I, I thought we played the Seahawks. Uh, but, you uh, probably should. I mean, let's see. I'm looking at it too. No, it, yeah, you don't. I, I thought 
I, yeah, I thought the uh, the NFC West was the division the NFC North was playing this year, but uh, so that's why for the Niners and not the Seahawks. Mm. Uh, so I guess that's kind of you know lucky looking you. good for us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but but looking at the schedule, you know, over the next you know the rest of the season schedule, we play the Titans week sixteen. Um, we play a Niners team in three weeks that no one knows who's going to be quarterback. Is it going to be mm-hmm. you know, CJ Beathard, friend of the pod, even though he doesn't know it. Yep. Um, CJ I mean, beat hard. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, I mean, I'm obviously a homer, but I, I think if most people look at the Packers schedule, if it's definitely possible to, to finish the season 16 and 0. Um, so no, no one thought last year, everyone said, oh, worst 13 and three team ever to, um, you know, there ever was. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, if if we finish thirteen and three this year, that would, uh, you know, as 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 our friend Borat says, coming out with his new movie, definitely not sponsored. Great success, <laughs> great success. Yeah, going thirteen and three is always good, uh, and it's got to feel good sitting at home this last Sunday watching uh, the Bears do what they did uh, to the Bucks. I mean, they didn't dominate them or anything, but just the Bucks looked very beatable, and they were beat. And Tom Tom Brady's blunder, like you mentioned, not knowing it was fourth down, making the, the more aggressive throw that you wouldn't typically see uh, out of him on a fourth down. And you were expecting, and I was expecting, just a little check down uh, to pick up the first down. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that doesn't happen. Bucks end up losing. And then you see what the Vikings do uh, to Seattle on Sunday night football. Uh, and from a Packers standpoint, you got to be feeling really good uh, just seeing how beatable uh, the mm-hmm. Seahawks looked. And I know they're banged up right now. Uh, as are many teams in the NFL. Uh, but the Seahawks really didn't look like uh, a very unbeatable team. I mean, the Vikings did everything you could do to win that football game without winning that game. And I think they held the Seahawks to 0 of, 0 of uh, 12 or maybe 0 of 11 on third down. I mean, the Seahawks didn't pick up a third down all night, and, and their defense mm-hmm. uh, was just horrendous at, at times. And so, you know, you got to feel good as a Packer fan, sitting on that bye week and, and seeing two of the teams, uh, one of the teams, like the box that you're going to see now this week, and then the Seahawks, who you're going to see probably later in the playoffs, look very beatable. Uh, so that's a good feeling as a Packer fan and a terrible feeling uh, as a Vikings fan. Yeah, and uh, a question I'll pose to you, uh, I, I never prepped this with you before we, uh, we started recording, but um, if I were to tell you, you have to name five teams in the NFL that you know for a fact are good, what would those five teams be mm. through five weeks now? I think I think the Packers are good. Um, I think the Seahawks are good. Um, I think the Bills are good. The Chiefs the Chiefs are good. And the, yeah, I don't know about the Steelers. But I, I would say, how many teams did you say? Five? Five teams. Okay, how many did I just name off there? Hang on. I think that was four, four and a half. So I think the Bills are good. I think the Chiefs are good. Uh, Packers is three. Seahawks is four. And my fifth best team in the NFL, I'll say, I guess the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I think this season, as opposed to, to at least the past couple of years, and usually through five weeks, you know, you know, you know the Chiefs are good. You know the Ravens are good. Um, you know, you know, the saints are good. You know, the Niners are good. Like, I feel like this year it's, um, it's a little bit more of a crapshoot. You mm-hmm. know, there's, um, 
you know, even if, even teams like the Ravens and, and the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs got steamrolled um, by the Raiders and John Gruden this weekend. And, you know, Mahomes had to score some late touchdowns to make that one look closer than it actually was. Um, I mean, I think, um, at least looking at the AFC, I agree with you, the Titans are good. My, uh, if I had to put money down right now, I would say the Steelers as the team to come out of the, uh, come out of the AFC just because their defense is, their defense is so solid and all they needed Big Ben to be this year was an above average quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in years past, they've needed him to be a top five quarterback and for the first time in a while, you know, since the last time they won the Super Bowl against the, uh, uh, what was it against the Cardinals the last time they won? I know they lost yeah. the Packers. It was the Cardinals, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they had a stellar defense that year, and Big Ben was 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 above average. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think um, you know I, that's that's my favorite coming out of the AFC, and then yeah, I think in the NFC it's I mean it's the Steelers, you know, the Steelers, the Seahawks, and the Packers are the only teams that you know are good, um, and everyone else is kind of the Bears. The Bears are sitting with one loss, and. Right. If you're if you're a Bears fan right now, are you thinking, oh, oh, oh we're gonna get you know we're gonna be competing for a bye? Um, like I can't imagine Bears fans feel good about where they're at as a team right now with a couple you know fluke wins. Yeah. So in that, in that sense, it's uh it's it's a unique NFL season. Obviously, without preseason with COVID, you know, games being played on Tuesday, it's kind of weird sitting sitting down tonight and not having an NFL game to watch. Yeah, um, I know. But uh, only but, one day though in between uh, <laughs> our t- our Tuesday and Thursday now uh, uh-huh. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think you make a good point that there really isn't a team in the NFL right now that is head and shoulders above everybody else. And, and at this point, and you know, going into week six in the NFL, there typically is two or three teams that look way better than everybody else and look like world beaters. And I think you're right; there really isn't a team right now. I mean, we thought the Chiefs were that way for a while, uh, but you know, they look beatable as well. And I think you're totally right when you say that it is kind of a fluke year. And with this COVID, I mean, there's going to be teams, and we've seen it with the Titans and a couple other organizations where, you know, teams just completely decimated for a couple of weeks and guys have to sit out or teams completely have to sit out. And I wouldn't be surprised at some point. And this, maybe this happened. I think this did already happen with the Patriots this week. They just, they flopped their bye week um, and moved yep. their game back two weeks. And at some point, they're going to find a team that's already had a bye week and that can't play a game because of COVID some week, and then they're going to drop a game from their schedule or have to add one on the back end. So that'll be interesting to see what happens then. But it's shaping up to be a very interesting playoffs this year. Yeah, and you bring up the Patriots, and uh, I mean, I, I don't know any Patriots fans now that Tom Brady has left the team. Um, but if, you were, if, if you're from Boston, are you pissed off that the Patriots had to play the Chiefs last week? Um, when the Titans, you know, with a bunch of cases, got a week off, like the the Patriots right. got punished with having just Cam Newton testing positive, um, and you know, regardless of whether it's his fault or not, if he was being reckless, we don't really know. Um, but the Patriots had to go play that game with uh, with Brian Hoyer and that other white guy that Belichick has. Um, and if I was a Patriots fan, I'd be pissed at the NFL for. Um, you know, letting the, the Titans sit out and, and making the Patriots play. And, I mean, I think the, the Patriots with, with Cam Newton definitely could have beaten uh, beaten the Chiefs that week. Yeah. I know, it's certainly huge. And it just emphasizes that, that role of the NFL is how they, how they decide on some of these games, who's going to play, who's not going to play. And it, it sure makes it exciting as a fan, um, especially now that the Vikings are 1-4. and four And, you know, I'm not saying out of it yet, but likely out of it. Um, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, but I mean that's that's part of it too, though. Is you know when you don't know 
what teams are good. And the Vikings could very well go on a run, you know, these next couple of weeks and, you know, all of a sudden be in the mix. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a wild card team coming out of the NFC East. Right. Um, or no, is it, yeah, the NFC East. The NFC South is, I mean, is it going to be, is, everyone thought it was going to be a horse race between New Orleans and Tampa Bay this year. And, I mean, it's it, Tom Brady and, and, and uh, Drew Brees are getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, it's, I mean, it, it, there's no, no one knows what's going to happen these next couple of weeks, how the standings are going to shake out, what teams are going to, you know, emerge as solid contenders, uh, which I think makes the season more exciting. Totally does. Do you want to move into a little bit of NCAA football here, Andy, before we let you go? Let's do it. couple of notes. Um, Big Ten still obviously not starting, but they're starting back up next Saturday, I believe, right? Uh, not this coming Saturday, but a week yep, from a this week Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Gophers open up against Michigan. Uh, Gophers moving up in the polls, the AP poll that is this week to number 24. Michigan uh, moved to number 19. Iowa left out of the AP top 25 poll. Did get some votes, Andy, uh, but nowhere near the the one, two, or even three or four vote getters outside of the top 25. Your reaction to uh, Iowa being outside of the AP top 25 while still being, I think, either the favorites or the second favorites to win the Big Ten West in, uh, on Bovada? Well, uh, the first thing I'll say is I love, I don't know if anyone out there follows college football Reddit on Twitter, the within a couple minutes of the AP poll coming out every week, they do a great graphic of every single AP voter and with logos of teams one through 25 where they had teams. Um, and I love looking at that, especially like in, in a season right now where no one knows how good Iowa is going to be. And I think the highest I saw Iowa ranked by a vote, someone had Iowa like 13th or 14th. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I was sitting with 28 votes with, you know, Utah, UAB, Coastal Carolina, you know, sitting in front of them. So, um, I think at the end of the day with losing Nate Stanley, um, you know, coming in with a new quarterback in traditionally, um, Iowa, the way that we cycle quarterbacks around, you know, that first season for a new quarterback, usually their sophomore year, yep. um, it was like a seven and five, you know, maybe, uh, maybe an eight and four season. And then their junior year has traditionally been their, their breakout year. Um, but, uh, I think I brought this up last week, two weeks ago, but, um, I, uh, I know one of the managers for that football team and um, that the team loves Spencer Petras, the, the new quarterback. And um, he's the first mobile quarterback I was had since Brad Banks uh, when he finished a runner up to Matt Leinard in the Heisman. Um, and we're going to see some wildcats, some, some spread offense from Iowa, which I haven't seen from Iowa over the past you know, <laughs> ever from Iowa. Spread offense. Um, really? Yeah, it, it, they're they're gonna they're, apparently they're pulling everything out of the playbook. Um, so it's um, it's gonna be interesting to see how the offense looks this year. I'm not really worried about the defense. You know, they kind of always figured things out. Um, but I think it's one of those things too. With a lot of with a lot of Big Ten teams, you know, if they come out and win that first week, you know, you could be, you know, like Indiana has received one vote. I don't know who they're playing week one, but you know, Indiana could win week one, and depending on how things shake out. Um, you know, they could be ranked 25th, um, just, mm-hmm. you know, how crazy everything is. I mean, if you look at the big 12 right now, Kansas state and Iowa state are three and one, both of them had losses to Sunbelt teams and they are the only undefeated teams left in big 12 conference play. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's 
it's so bad. And, um, you know, you have Florida, the Florida not playing against LSU this week due to cases. Um, Nick Nick Saban has COVID that was announced tonight. Um, I I hope at least NFL, not the NFL, but the big 10 has some plan um, for trying to get through a season without a bunch of shakeups because there's a lot of time to move things around. Right. Yeah, exactly. and that's, I mean, part of the hope is that in waiting, they were able to develop something or some way um, to, you know, to handle things. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, you're going to have big dead teams win week one that weren't receiving any votes and are going to be ranked 15th. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. that type of season. Yeah, it'll be a crazy one. Gophers, as I mentioned, opening up at home uh, against Michigan I believe it's a primetime game. Yeah, here it is, 6.30 on ABC, uh, their primetime game of the week. So that'll be a fun one. Uh, college game day might even be in town here in Minneapolis. No fans, but uh, Kirk uh, Herbstreet and the rest of the fellas might be in town here uh, for the second year in a row and the second time in Gopher history uh, for Gopher game, or for college game day, rather. Uh, so keep an eye on that. We'll let you know about that next week and give you more preview on that game. Andy, let's jump over to the Big 12. You sent me some clips uh, from Gus Johnson <laughs> calling the, bizarre, the the really crazy Oklahoma-Texas game four overtimes. Uh, Oklahoma ended up winning it 53-45 in the fourth overtime. Gus Johnson on the call for Fox Sports, and he was just going crazy. Uh, I, I mean, I like he always is. Right. Yeah, it, it was par for the course for Gus Johnson. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to play the first clip here. I believe this is the field goal. Um, yep. But let me look. Let me see here. First and goal of the six. Quarterback run. And they go. Touchdown, Texas. <laughs> so here we go, folks. Red River. I, I don't know if there's anything else coming there, but yeah. <laughs> touchdown, Texas. It was uh, it was PFT who tweeted out that Gus Johnson either became possessed by a demon or was auditioning for Metallica during that call. Because, I mean that's that that's just classic Gus Johnson. I mean I think the biggest I know you have one more clip to play, but I think the biggest loss of March Madness over the past ten years has been that Gus Johnson is with isn't with CBS mm-hmm. and isn't able to call those March Madness games because he is so good at just I mean just almost calling a game like a fan is. He just yeah. you know. Play the next clip. You'll, you'll you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So that last one was second quarter touchdown uh, by Texas, obviously, and then this next one here is in the fourth overtime, I believe. No, third overtime, and it's a field goal. Uh, here's the call from Gus Johnson. Oh, he shaked it! Whoa! Unbelievable! football Fox Sports the Big 12 Fox Sports <laughs> he just shouting out just oh it's it's so good I'm, my favorite call from Gus Johnson is I don't know how long ago it was it was a Kansas State playing maybe Xavier in the big in the in the March Madness tournament and a Kansas State player um, went to take a potentially game winning three and most announcers, you know, you know, Murray for three, and it's good, or bang. And Gus Johnson just goes, uh, uh, 
like yeah i think i remember that no one. I'll, I'll see if i can pull it up here but he was like oh oh, oh. <laughs> i love he is yeah, he, he, he Go ahead. unbelievable motion. But I, I love in that last clip I played, I thought it was myself breathing into the mic the first time I listened to it, but he's like panting into the <laughs> mic. Like he's so excited. He's like, <gasps> <sighs> especially at the end, just listen back to it. You can hear him at the end just panting. Oh, he shaked it. Whoa. Unbelievable. College football. <laughs> Fox Sports, the Big 12. <laughs> Just panting into the mic. Sounds like he's on Xbox. Like, hey, man, quit breathing into the mic. <laughs> how damp do you think he is just, like, from sweating throughout a game? I mean, how, how he wears a suit, I'm pretty sure, during a game. Like, he might as well be shirtless with, like, 12 fans going on him to, to keep him cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, during games because... I mean, one of these days he's going to have an aneurysm. Like, there's just going to be, I don't know, I don't know what the play would be, what unique play, but, I mean, like, if he was calling the Philly special that Super Bowl a couple of years ago, like, yeah. I think Jeff or, Johnson would have Or, like, the Stefan Diggs. The yeah, the Stefan Diggs oh, Minneapolis yeah. miracle. Like, Gus oh, Johnson would just passed out in the booth. Like, we have lo- lost Gus Johnson. Like, he unconscious <laughs> in the booth. Like, can't handle it. Here's this. It was Xavier, Kansas State. Is that the game you're talking about? I think it was, yeah. Fight for your health care. We got an ad here. We'll see if this has the uh, the call of the the last shot here from Gus Johnson. But yeah, he's unbelievable. He was great in March Madness. And the other guy that I miss calling March Madness games is Vern Lundquist. I thought he was unbelievable. And just the CBS like afternoon football games. Oh, that guy was a legend. Um, let's see. Clemente again. Crawford is playing for Xavier this game. Who is? Jamal Crawford was a guard for Xavier during this game. Really? Okay, this might be it. This is the final free throw here. No timeout for Xavier. 101-96. Holloway picks it up. Nine seconds. Hands it off. Crawford a three. Off the front rim. No. Out of bounds. Jack KSU. Redford a three. Oh, that must not have been the call. Because that was not very excited, Gus Johnson, right there. Um, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, I mean, there's a great video too. I think on YouTube, make a 20 minute long video of just best Gus Johnson calls. It is like they just get better and better. I mean, he is like I I I I don't want to assume he's a drug problem. But I mean, I just picture him doing copious amounts of a white powdery substance um, in, in in the booth during games, just being so he he can make all these crazy calls. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, he's electric. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on him. And, and Randy, you keep an eye on him. And, and if you hear any more calls like that, uh, send them to me, and we'll keep Gus uh, Johnson watch. Gus Johnson watch Gus Johnson segment every week. <laughs> Let's move into sound of the week. Yeah, Gus Johnson sound of the week. I love it. Um, should we move into pick segment here and just we'll go through your picks and sure. my picks and then we'll get the other two, BG and Zach, um, later on in the show when they when BG calls in or when Zach calls in. And then BG's not calling in today, but Zach will call in and we'll get both their picks. But let's go through yours now. Sound good? Yep. Are we gonna recap last week or did you guys already do that? 
Um, I will do that here in a second. I got to pull it up. I'm going to do it when I have right. Zach, Zach on the phone here. Oh, got it. Um, so we'll go through this here and then let you go. Um, first game is the Minnesota Vikings minus four um, against the Atlanta Falcons. You are taking who? That's easy. Vikings minus four. Yep. I'm with you there. <laughs> Win this Falcons. Vikings mad after a big time loss. You saw the frustrated Harrison Smith. Uh, Mouthing something uh, to, to Cameron Dantzler after that uh, fourth down completion in the end zone uh, to lose a football game. So I expect the Vikings to be pretty angry and come out and play well. Next game is the Chiefs against or at uh, the Buffalo Bills. The Chiefs are three and a half point favorites. Yeah, I mean, I think I think this game this game should be a pick'em. I mean, if you don't know what Josh Allen you're going to get every week, I mean. Sometimes he's all there, and sometimes he looks like he's still a rookie. Um, so I think with just considering how inconsistent he has been, even though he's played well, I'm going to have to take the Chiefs minus three and a half. Mm. I'm going the other way on this one. I got Josh Allen on two fantasy teams, uh, and I'm riding Josh <laughs> Allen the whole way. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, I wish. I, I, I mean, this sucks. Imagine being a Buffalo Bills fan. You've been waiting forever for your team to be good, and they were good last year. Uh, but this, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're waiting for a long time, and they're really good this year. You, you might even say a great team, and you know they're having all these sweet games, big time games now at home against the Chiefs. That place would be absolutely rocking uh, oh up in Buffalo. It, it just, I just feel so bad for the the Buffalo Bill fans <laughs> uh, up there in New York. They're one, they're one good year in the last twenty years, and they can't even go to the games. It's a bummer. All right, moving on here, Packers. Uh, we talked about it already. Heading down to Tampa Bay, they are a one-point favorite against the Bucks. Randy, what you no, got? it's easy. That's easy. I'm not going to say. It. You know what I'm. You know what my yep. bet is. You got the Packers. I'm going the other way. Obviously, I cannot pick for the Packers. I don't <laughs> care who they're playing. Uh, fortunate it is Tom Brady. Hopefully, he's back after a bad mistake in the fourth quarter in Chicago. Uh, college game of the week. We got number two Bama four-point favorites. Against Georgia, Bama's at home, number two versus number three, Saturday night primetime game. Randy, who are you taking? Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to take Georgia. Is this the? Is, is this where game day is going this week? I have to. I assume right? so. I well, assume so. I don't know, but I, I, I'm gonna take this time before you say say uh, say your pick. I think that that Monday night football, not, not Monday night football crew, the um, college game day crew, Kirk Herb Street. Uh, Fowler, um, who they have, I forget who they have on the side. Yeah, but yeah. They call they call the best game, the best football game, uh, and it's not even close. Like they did week one, they called the early Monday night football game, and I don't know why ESPN wouldn't put those. Well, they've done that for. Didn't they do that? They only did it week one. They haven't done that since. Yeah, because they have, they have the doubleheader week one. Oh, okay, week okay, one. okay, okay. Um, but like just. Like they just call a good game, yeah. and I—I I mean, they could be calling a St. Thomas football game, and um, I mean, I'd probably watch a St. Thomas football game, but they could be calling a high school football game. Yeah, and they I could would, be calling I a St. John's football game. Yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> a great example. Uh, I could just listen to—I could just listen and talk just all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're so good. I mean, they're just. They know each other so well, and they're so good at like working with each other, and, and just they play off each other so uh-huh. well, and just oh, dynamic, yeah. dynamic in the booth. Um, so mm-hmm. who did you take? 
you taking Georgia plus uh, Georgia plus four. Nick Saban. Don't know what he's gonna. You know, maybe he's gonna be coaching the game from the uh, uh, from the press box and yeah. in a bubble. You don't. You never know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Georgia Bulldogs as well. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like they're gonna win. And shout out to Oscar <laughs> Poole, Georgia boy. Um, man, yeah. upset pick. Do you have an upset? Game this week. Uh, I got the uh, the Bears are playing. They're not playing. The, are they playing the Colts? Let me check. Um, or no, they're playing Carolina. Bears are playing Carolina. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, and I think. I mean, I'm I'm not confident in it, but I have to pick an upset. And the Bears are a fluky team, and Carolina's a fluky team. So <laughs> I think it's about fifty fifty. Randy has got the Bears. I'm taking the Washington Football Team. Uh, minus or plus two and a half over the Giants, New York Football Giants. Randy, anything else previewing NFL Week Four? Uh, week Fourteen. Wow. Week Six. <laughs> yeah, ahead of um, yourself. Yeah. Anything heading into this week? Uh, I mean, the season's going by fast, and that's 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 all I gotta say is that we're already. Um, I'm not good. I'm not. I'm no math magician. Uh, but six weeks in, you know, we don't we don't have a whole lot of time left. So, no. uh, um, it just just love football. I mean, that's that's what all that's what that's what all in my uh, my my time of the show this week is. I just love football. I'm so happy it's back. I don't think Go you could say. It. Oh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say I don't think you could you could end it any better than that. Uh, but you spoke. I spoke too soon. Randy, good to talk to you as always. We'll uh, catch up with you next week. Thanks, Brady. We'll see you later. And we now welcome on Zach Briel, Schefter, many other names. Zach, how, how are you doing today? And you survived uh, coronavirus, obviously, because we're talking to you still. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Um, yep, survived it. Um, doing well, surviving now. Uh, and it was uh, probably, you know, probably not as bad as uh, the news is saying, but everyone gets it differently, so I can't say that it's... Uh, like after everyone, so no, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thankful that I wasn't wasn't saying anything. You to tell about it. How many days uh, were you sick, approximately? Would you say I was I was really sick for two days, um, and then like kind of sick for like probably five, and then pretty much after the five days after I was um, first had symptoms, um, yeah, I was pretty much just like in recovery mode, and just like ah, I'm I'm alright, like nothing nothing too crazy. So yeah, do you have us on speakerphone right now? Just wondering. I do not. No. Okay. Uh, it's come. It's coming. It hard to hear me. A little bit. Just a little bit hard to hear. Um, I'll see if I can turn you up here. Let me. Is this work? Yeah, that sounds a little better. Okay, because this is speaker. So maybe Actually, yeah, that sounds crap. a lot better. Yeah, let's do speaker then. I love it. Yeah, I must have a good speaker. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, remind me what were we going. What were we talking about? Uh, coronavirus. Uh, the, the, yeah. The, coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, well, that's good. Coronavirus. Yeah, you, you and the president both got through it. Um, I love it. I'm happy. I'm happy for you, Zachary. Who, who was the other guy? The president. You, you and Trump. You guys both got it together, you right? You, you were. I heard that you gave yeah. it to him, right? Is that right? Yep. He was coming down to lacrosse that weekend, yep. and I, it was a whole deal. The news didn't really cover it, though. Yeah, they skipped the that one. Big. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yep. Fortunately, we covered yeah. here on the yeah. We Can Take podcasts. Exactly. You hear everyone here first. So. Yep. News leaders. But have you been? Yeah, doing. Doing the world of, of 
doing well uh as well as i could be doing i guess can all things considered with the vikings sitting at one and four after a horrendous sunday night football loss and uh you know but gopher football is on the horizon we have nine or ten days until they kick off with michigan uh and it will be a big one yeah number 24 versus number 19 tcf bank stadium college game day might be in town uh so It'll be a fun one. Wish when we could they, be at the game, but yeah. Yeah, really. When when do they decide the college game day? Is it just a week before they'll decide? Yeah, it'll be Sunday, um, or maybe even Saturday night after uh, whatever site they're at the day before. After they wrap up on on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, then they usually announce where they're going from there. Um, so yeah, we'll just okay. have to wait and see on Saturday. See if we're getting college game cool. day for the second time in two years and the second time in uh, Gopher history. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good time to be a gopher, gopher football fan. Definitely is. Zachary, let's run through a pick segment here real fast. I'll fire off the names. I already went through it with Randy, uh, and we both gave our picks, so we're just going to go through it real quick with you, uh, and then we'll move into a little bit of MLB. Sound good? Sounds bland. All right, first game is the Minnesota Vikings' four-point favorites against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the uh, – Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Vikings here. The Minnesota Falcons. So you're gonna say? <laughs> I, I did almost say that. Yes. Yeah. It's all right. Minnesota Falcons. <laughs> you got. That's a good pick because you got both sides covered. It's hard to lose that way. Uh, next if game. Tie, then... <laughs> yeah, if it's tied, yeah, exactly. Uh, next game: Chiefs versus the Bills. Chiefs are three-point favorites. That game is in Buffalo. Wow. Still after what Tennessee did them, I, I'd have to go with the Chiefs on the one. Mm-hmm. Only three-point favorites. Yep, three-and-a-half. Three-and-a-half-point favorites. Three and on half. the road, though, uh, okay. against a 4-0 Josh Allen. Moving on to our third NFL game of the week here, Packers on the road uh, against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Packers are one-point favorites. Zach, who do you got? Oh, man. My heart is telling me the Buccaneers. Mm, I like it. That's what I, I went the same way. Mm-hmm. I asked what my heart yes, was sir. always telling me against the Packers. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on here to our college football game of the week. Number two, Alabama four-point favorites uh, at home against number three, Georgia. Saturday night prime time game. Zach, who do you got? Unbelievable game. Oh, my goodness. Um we were talking about that earlier with my roommate. I, I gotta see. I gotta see Georgia. I, I have to. I, I would love to see them win, but that's gonna be tough. But I'll pick Georgia. Hey, three for three so far with Georgia. We haven't got BG's picks. Actually, hey, hang on. Breaking news: We have BG's picks, um, and I'm gonna read them off for you in just a second. Um, but yeah, three for three with you, me, and Randy all taking Georgia. Uh, last game here. Your upset pick of the week, Zach. What is your upset? I'm thinking and you may have to confirm this for me because sure. I don't have yeah. the line yep. right in front. Um, but I'm going to go Bengals over Colts. Okay. Um, let me just check. I mean, I'm sure the Colts are favored. I'm sure too. <laughs> uh, we'll just take take your word for it here. Uh, but Perfect. I like it. Bengals over Colts. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know why it's not showing me the money or the line, but yeah, we're, we're going to take your word for it. Here are BG's picks awesome. um, for week six. 
He's got the Vikings, the Chiefs, the Packers, and he's got Bama. So we got one guy okay. uh, for Alabama. And then he's got the Jaguars um, as his upset pick. I do not know who they play. Let me look real fast here. And let's see. Jaguars play the Lions. Ooh. So he's taking the Jags over the Lions. That one's noon kickoff on Sunday. Lions favored in that one. Interesting. Yeah. That's uh, – Jacksonville's pretty terrible. So not too surprising there. Yeah, I guess not. All righty. We got picks um, wrapped up there. Do you want to go through uh, a little bit of MLB? I'll I'll be completely honest with you, Zach. I completely tuned out after the – Twins lost as I typically do in the professional yeah. sports. As soon as my team is out, I stop kind of paying attention. Other than maybe NFL and college football, uh, but for sure, what has been going on in the MLB? I, I know we're in the ALCS and the NLCS. Is that right? Yep, that is correct. Yeah, dude, I uh, I thought about it for a day after. I was like, wow, I really don't want to watch any more baseball. And then uh, um, I quickly changed my mind, and I've been watching that religiously right now. So. Um, I'm excited to tell you all about it. It's the ALCS and NLCS right now, and it's, it's been pretty crazy. So it's got, we got Dodgers, Braves, and the NLCS, and then we got Rays and Astros in the ALCS. And currently, as of when we're recording this, um, uh, it is two, the, the series is 2 nothing Braves, which is super surprising. Um, and uh, it is 3-0 series lead for the Rays, which is awesome to hear. Mm. And not crazy surprising. But, yeah. however, as we stand the uh, tonight, um, the Dodgers were pissed, obviously, and uh, they put up an 11 spot in the first inning. It's currently 15 to one right now, wow. as the last time I checked. In the season. so the Dodgers, they're not to be messed with. And there's, you know, Clayton Kershaw was scratched game two, and so that might have, you know, there was, um, and it was crazy. They were they were down like eight to, they were down seven to nothing at one point. The Dodgers were in the game. And they came back and they almost won, but they lost game two? eight to seven last night in game two. Yep, and oh, wow. with with they had rookie guy gone. So I don't know who, I think it was Urias that started tonight, but yeah, yeah they lost Kershaw start there and he'll be back. So it's, it's just been, it's been an awesome postseason, man. It, it really has in aside from the twins losing it. And I'm super happy to see that the Rays beat the Yanks and, yeah. um, and the Rays are hopefully soon to beat the Astros, but, yeah. but it's been, it's been super entertaining man. and, and uh, it, it's looking, you know, it's looking to be the, the Rays facing, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but, I'm thinking the Dodgers are going to make it, make it even after down two nothing. So they're they're just too dang good to be to not win the World Series this year. So I think it'll be Dodgers raise the two one seed, which is you know all right with me. Yeah, I mean that's incredible to see Tampa Bay and what they do with their twenty eight million dollar payroll, twenty six million dollar payroll. It's something like that. Well, it's like it's in the, it might be in like the it's the lowest in baseball. That's for sure. And uh, they're going up against. Is it, know, I heard on the radio it was like twenty eight million dollars. Is that not? Oh, yeah, that's what you know, I heard. I, so I think it's the lowest in baseball. Yep, yeah, and that that we, I think we can agree on. But it's okay. I'd like according to, I'd like to, to I'm looking online here. According to Sport, uh, Spot Track rather SpotTrack.com, who knows how accurate yep. this is? The the Rays payroll is twenty eight point, basically twenty eight point three million dollars. <laughs> Think about that. Think about the, the teams in the majors that are paying at least one guy over that much. Hey, yeah. I can name, I can probably name five or six right off the bat, dude. Like you just, that's just unbelievable to have a team, um, you know, with that little money and, and such great talent. You know, like, 
probably if they can win the World Series or just make the World Series too, there some of these guys are probably going to be asking for some bigger contracts. But the funny thing is too, and you know, even before this, I've been watching this uh, same one for me, and I don't know how big a baseball fan you are, or some of our listeners are, but go on, go on to the Rays roster and look up their starting lineup, and if you can name over two or three of those guys, you know, and like I said, if you're a big baseball fan, they'll know, but yeah. if you can name more than, than three on that team, it, it's kind of a miracle. It's it's just a bunch of bunch of guys that, um, I don't know if they all went through the system together in Tampa there. I know some of them didn't, their pitching staff, I think, is some of them, they had two guys on the Pirates that came in. Mm-hmm. It, it hard to I'm, I'm just rambling right now, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's unbelievable what they've been doing there. And I, I'm Tampa Bay all the way. I think it'd be so cool. Yeah. I'm looking through the roster right now and I only recognize one, maybe two names, Hunter Renfro. Um, yeah. see, where did he play? Did he play at San Francisco? He did. So Renfro came from, um, he's a, he's a pretty new guy in the league. Wait, no, Hunter, Hunter Renfro is, uh, he's a, uh, it's, he's a uh, right something. F- Hunter Renfro. Hey, wait, I'm thinking of the name? football Renfro. player Renfro, maybe. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Renfro, I'm definitely uh, thinking of the football player Hunter Renfro. I'm like, who the heck is this dude? Okay. Yeah, but I don't there, know if cool. I actually. There's a Hunter. Yeah, there is a Hunter Renfro. They spelled a little differently. Okay, so I don't. I, I guess. Yeah, forget that. I don't recognize anybody's names. I guess because I was thinking of a different Hunter <laughs> Renfro. <laughs> That's funny. You know, he's like, no, you're right. I think he, he was like the Giants or. Padres, somewhere out west, he was, but different. I think we're talking about the different guys anyway. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah dude, you're it, right, dude. I don't recognize anybody's name on this. I mean, that's pretty insane. They obviously mm-hmm. uh, know something that we don't know, and the rest of the league do- doesn't know yep. because, you know, if they're doing what they're doing with 28 million, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people in a lot of bigger cities that would like to see them do that with a, <laughs> a lot more money, and they can't Absolutely. seem to do that. So it's pretty interesting. Sure, dude. And it, it, one last thing on that too. I won't take too much time on on the Rays here, but uh, there's a guy from Minnesota on the team. On the he's a reliever and he's uh, used quietly. You know, the Rays aren't getting they don't get too much attention. They probably got the smallest uh, fan base in all. Almost safe to say all sports. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's it called? They got a guy from Minnesota, a pitcher from Cross, super small town. I think it's called Crosby, Minnesota. Nick Anderson, and he's one of the best this year. Um, he's he's been absolutely unbelievable. And so I think if we had a regular season and an all-star game and everything, he would have been, he'd been an all-star and, um, which is, which is kind of cool. You get those, I think Minnesota might be an up and coming place for, I know we've talked about this with Brady, PG, but with, with basketball, football, and maybe not even baseball. So it's, it's kind of exciting to see those guys, um, start popping off in the, from Minnesota. So that's my last comment on that. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. We, uh, we love to see that from, from the Wake and Take podcast. We're the, uh, the ambassador of all Minnesota athletes, whether they go play at other teams, and most of them do go play for other pro- professional teams and collegiate teams. But, yeah, we love them all. We, we want them to all do good. Yep, absolutely. ML, MLB, what else do you got for us, Zach? Do you think – I guess let's, let's get a prediction here. Who is your World Series champion? Is it finally the Dodgers' time after coming in second uh, or coming in runner-up, I guess, so many times? Does Clayton Kershaw have, yep. Yep. have enough in him to, to get a World Series finally? He does. I think he does. Um, and right from the beginning, I, I thought what I thought the, uh, the picture would be, um, I, I truly thought the Twins, and I said this on, on the Wake and Take, I thought it was going to be Twins-Dodgers. I really didn't. And I, I, I assumed that the Dodgers were going to overtake the Twins. 
So now I don't even have to worry about that. So I, I, it's, it's almost got to be a sister. The Dodgers are, are too deep, and Kershaw's actually having a, a decent, a, more than decent. He's doing really well this postseason. Um, he had a couple 10 strikeouts or more games this postseason, and he's never done well in the postseason. So that's scary. Um, and just their hitting and what they've done, too. Like, they're never out of a game. And it was, it was like, yeah, it was like 7 to nothing in the fifth last night. Anyway, they came back and they were down eight to uh, eight to three in the last inning, and they came back and it almost almost won the game, but it was eight to seven. So yeah. they're never out of it. The pitching is too dominant. Um, the Rays pitching is dominant, but the hitters aren't as dominant as the uh, the Dodgers. But that's what money can buy. Long story short, Dodgers Dodgers all the way for sure. I think they're going to come back versus the Braves, and then they're going to um, they might wipe the floor with the, the Rays, which I don't want to see, but I think it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fear you might be right, but it, I'd love to see the Tampa Bay Rays take it all. When would the uh, World Man, Series kick off between those two? Sometime next week, end of next week? Yep, yep it'll be next week. Um, it'll probably be, yeah, it just depends how late these series go because the, the CSs, the championship series, are a seven-game series as well. So right. I don't see the Astros going any more than five games, but it's hard to say what's with the Dodgers, because the, the Braves, man, they've got they've got the best offense in baseball statistically this year. Um, they just don't really have the pitching that mm-hmm. the Dodgers do, but if they're offense, up some games, so yeah. So I, I would say probably mid next week the World Series is better. Awesome, fun World Series to look forward to. Zach, should we move into or move on to rather previewing our new segment? I think that would be a wonderful idea. Okay, so I called you earlier today uh, with the idea doing a segment every week. You can talk about whatever you want. Um, we'll call it, we, we don't really have a name for it. Maybe we'll call it anything but sports, and you have anything but sports. Fun facts, random stories in the news, uh, you know, something strange happened at Cincinnati Zoo or, you know, anything, anything. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, no, I think it's yeah, a fun segment. I cannot wait for this. And um, there's a couple um, – what's called a couple like sports theme. It's just like, I know we were doing cash cap a little bit yeah. um, before in the year. It's just so fun. Um, but there's just so many, so many different things out there. I think that um, from, from doing cash cab, but I've just little snippets here and there of just fun kind of uh, um, fun kind of facts and stuff yeah. that uh, I think when people might enjoy to hear, I don't know, could be wrong, but I think yeah. they might. I love it. So we'll start that up. Um, do you want to start that up after? the uh, World Series concludes? I think that sounds like a great idea. Yep. Okay. I think that, that'll, be, that'll be good with me. All right, so you start getting ready on that, and we'll probably get to that uh, in two weeks, two and a half weeks. We'll see how long these series go. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk to you next week, recapping, probably recapping the end of the championship series and then previewing a World Series. Cool. That sounds like a good plan with me, my man. All right, Zach. Talk to you soon. And that will do it for this week. Our schedule moving forward is two episodes a week, just like this one. So we're going to keep this going. We're going to do an episode on Monday or Tuesday. Probably most of those will be on Monday, the day after Vikings games, recapping Vikings and Gophers and the rest of the NFL. And then we're going to do an episode Thursday every week, previewing the next weekend of games along with pick segment uh, and maybe some interviews as well. So that will be our schedule moving forward here into the rest of football season. And we'll see you guys all next week. I like the way you sparkle in here.
get your skin so brown And I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight With a billion stars all around Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling And I know you Yeah.